Are we gonna have a whizzy like? Well, you just did it. Okay. First of all, everyone, welcome. Uh, my name is Elvis. Uh, Tim. Rob. Awesome. And if this is your first time, this is Crate Factory Customs. Before we get started, if you like this video, give it a thumbs up, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Uh, we're a fabrication shop here in Coquitlam, uh, BC. And if this, again, if this is your first time watching, we do a lot of more of the content. So we'll just put a B-roll of the kind of stuff we do. And so we just want to come together maybe once a week. I don't know. We're and just um, answer some questions, I guess, that have been brought up a lot of times. And so the first one is probably in the title of videos. How do people get started as uh, fabricators, automotive fabricators, car builders? Because a lot of people want to get started, but it feels like there's a lot of barriers for entry. There's a lot of random stuff that people might have to deal with on the way to becoming better or becoming better fabricators. And mm -hmm. so I just wanted us to talk about that pretty much. So yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So do you want to start? I can, because I've answered this question many times. <laughs> I'm sure you've probably seen through our social media. Yeah. And it's like, I have more suggestions to prevent failure than rather than you know the actual nuts and bolts of how to become a automotive fabricator because mm -hmm. there's no real courses for it okay so like some of the pitfalls that a lot of people do is like right before they my opinion is they should start honing some of their skills but like partition it like i need to learn how to weld first actually so, if you speak up uh, i don't want to cut you off there but i just wanted to People that, again, that don't know exactly maybe how you guys got started, because I think that would be important to, for everyone to know. So before we get into how to be a fabricator, one of the questions is, how did you guys get started in the uh, fabrication world? I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> I had, so, and, I, and I had big, grand visions of what I wanted, but I couldn't afford it. Anybody didn't make it for me, so. Yeah, so basically it was like, like all these other young guys that want to get into it, I had little projects all the time that I wanted to do. So then you'd go to like your local welding shop or a little fab shop. Like some people are lucky enough to have uncles or grandpas or whatever brothers that do it. Mm -hmm. I never really had that. Well, I did, but this wasn't really a viable career for at that time. People didn't mm -hmm. think it was, especially my dad. Like he's like, you know, you can't do that. That's, you know, so you have to go do one of those standard what's considered a successful career. So I wasn't, even though I had it available to me because my grandfather was an amazing fabricator mm -hmm. and he had all the tools and all that kind of stuff, I was never really, I was pushed away from it. Okay. Like it wasn't encouraged because that was like, you're just gonna be another one of us dummies yeah. kind of thing. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have to go to like local fabrication shops and then you're broke and you're a kid and you're like, hey, I want this done. And it was almost a nuisance to them. So it was, everything was like $100, $100, $100. And like, I made like $7 an hour. So it was like, I had to try to learn how to do that stuff myself. So things progressed. And like our story is kind of a little bit unique in that sense is like, we finally got to a point where it's like, we just got to learn how to do this stuff ourselves. Yeah. So me and him went to BCIT, which is like our local trade school and signed up for everything. Like literally <laughs> everything. So we signed up for like, like we spent like probably a solid afternoon just like looking at like the, the, the brochure oh, board of programs. So and we said, like, okay. We took everything. We're like, gonna take this, we're gonna take this, oh we're gonna need gosh. to do all these. Okay, so you do this, I'll do this. Oh, <laughs> well, like we, we signed up for like machining and aircraft structures because we wanted to be able to do composites yeah. and like, fabrication and welding and like 
that was very much the formula. It was like, whatever you get into, you can teach me. Whatever I get into, I'll teach you. That's but, pretty awesome. So, and then we ended up basically both getting accepted for welding first. Okay. So then I started welding, like in doing industrial welding for like machinery and conveyor systems, mm -hmm. like really heavy, heavy stuff that didn't apply to automotive industry no, whatsoever. No. Yeah. It's actually polar opposite. And then I had to go away for whatever reason and then Rob filled in for me. And then I think shortly after I got into welding, he got into welding. Okay. Yeah. And then we welded just out of necessity as a job to get paid. Wow. Mm -hmm. And then we were lucky enough that in the fab shop that we worked in, the machinist was like an old school, like literal, like actual World War II machinist. Oh, like, okay. And then there's another gentleman there that was like, he worked on the oil rigs, he worked in Abu Dhabi, like, you know, he's like the Mr. Belvedere of fabrication, <laughs> like literally fabricated all over the world. Wow. So he had this entire wealth of knowledge. And then, so while you're there, welding then you show a certain aptitude they'd start getting us building little projects and then it's like hey you guys are already here you're already doing these things why don't you go to school and get your fabrication ticket so then we work through fabrication ticket and then we started building a little bit more things and more stuff and then you get more proficient and like and even still it was like side projects and i tell these kids i'm sure you've seen like build something that doesn't matter like mm. build a table fix a fence like get proficient like something you can learn at yeah get proficient at your abilities before you try to apply it to your car like oh, okay. make sure you're decent because now you're gonna chop a hole in your car and not be able to fix it and then yeah. we've all seen dead <laughs> yeah. cars we have people bring up <gasps> and you're like what happened here like yeah. so like hone your skills before you try to do that and then the crossover is like because you can't go to hot rod school i think they tried it a couple times in the states and it didn't really work out but then you have to do like we, I think I must have 50 videos, like VHS tapes of just trying to learn stuff and books. And this is like pre YouTube. Mm -hmm. And even the problem with YouTube is a lot of this stuff, like these people shouldn't be teaching people. Yeah. So it's like, you're getting half of it <laughs> and it almost makes it even more frustrating. So it's, there's a lot of trial and error to doing this. So mm -hmm. it's like, we went to school and learned those things, became proficient and then slowly transitioned it into automotive. Oh, okay. Even though we were on the same path as far as like technical skill sets, mm -hmm. um, and, and because we worked at the same, the same industrial place, yeah. we both you know, learned from that, that World War II machinist guy. We, so both, cool. we both really looked up to another one of the guys there was the lead fabricator, and he, used, he was a, a, a Boeing aircraft you know, fabricator. And so he was more into like that technical side of things and, and we both looked up to these guys and we asked them lots of questions and we did all those things. And you know, on the side we, we did, we were working on our own things. Like he said, build coffee tables, build just whatever. So it wasn't even really it was like the cars. No, it, it was like, matter it was like, was like I th you I had think to get to work so you couldn't go chopping up your car. <laughs> and like the, the other side of it is like to do a car so is like you need a lot of space and you need yes. a lot of tools. Yeah. So it's like it's easy things to do and get proficient at. And like, again, you've probably seen a lot of my response to these kids. Like we were lucky with these two particular fellows that trained us is not so much because you can go off on your own and learn how to weld good because mm -hmm. it's a process and you can get repetitive. But if there was like one takeaway from this particular guy is like, he teaches you how, he taught me how to think. Okay. Like think mm -hmm. a project through yeah. and how to measure it. Mm -hmm. So you're not stumbling, you're not going backwards. So it's like, you almost build it in your head first so that, oh. so like a lot of times this particular guy, like he would lay out all his drawings and he would spend almost an entire day 
just looking at drawings. Wow. Whereas you get a lot of these other guys that just want to rush in and start banging metal. Yeah, They're yeah, cutting yeah. metal, like, yeah, yeah, look yeah, at yeah. this wow. guy, like, sorry. Yeah, no, it's that. fine, we'll just bleep it yeah. out. So the normal way. <laughs> it's like, look at this guy, he's over here being lazy, like, we're over here, we're hammering it out, we're doing big things, but then, their stuff looked like junk. Mm. Like it was fast and it was like, it looked like they were doing stuff, but his stuff was like very meticulous and well thought out. And he ended up always finishing before them because that's he really was, he would cut all these pieces. He would do all these things. So like, that's probably the single biggest thing is learning how to like measure properly. Like measuring is a huge thing. Like it's a massive thing. I know you struggle with it. <laughs> 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 yeah, my dot. So, if you guys don't know, I have a Datsun 1982 Datsun 280 ZX ZX for can Canadians. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting because we were just I, when I made my Datsun, I had no experience, no idea what I was doing. Um, and a lot of times, I'm just like I look at it, I'm like, ah, that looks right about okay. Yeah, and it's, oh, and so we were making a new front splitter for the yeah. Datsun. Yeah. And because the other one I made it out of wood. Well, this is like another episode. Yeah, we'll this talk is a whole other that. thing. But uh, we were making it out of alley board, uh, out of uh, old signboard material. Yeah, yeah. And it was interesting because none of my measurements were uh, equal on either side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we just freestyle. We were just we were freestyling. Yeah, I was freestyling. We're like, okay, this kind of looks okay. Yeah, now. it looks good. <laughs> Which has its place. Like, yeah. I mean, it happens sometimes. So. Yeah. Yeah, because we've encountered things where you make it perfectly symmetrical, but if what you're doing it to isn't perfectly symmetrical, yeah. then it messes with your eyes. So exactly then you got to you got to yeah. kind of adjust. Yeah. So it does have its place, but most of the time you try to get it as close as you can. Yeah, and so like there's just a few questions that I kind of laid out, uh, and so I'm just gonna go through some of them. Do I need to go to school for it? So if I want to get like you guys did go to school, so Rob, do you? Well, like, I mean, I would say. No, okay. you don't need to go to school. If, if you have the affinity to, to you know, try your hardest and, and just learn. I mean, now, like Tim was touching on the fact that YouTube is a thing. Yeah. You know, you can go to the, the school of YouTube now, but like at the same time, you might learn some, some sort of janky ways, but then there's actually a <laughs> lot of really great content out there on YouTube as well. Like I, I actually use it a lot. Yeah. to sort of see how other people have done some things, like take some references and like sort of just refresh my mind. Like, anyways, you don't have to go to school. Okay. If you are like the type to, to want to build, then you're going to build regardless if you go to school or not. Like that, I mean, right down in the, the core fundamentals, like we were both those types of people anyways. Like both of us like we talked about this before like when we were kids we used to take everything apart all the time <laughs> and then try to put it back together yeah. how did this thing work i don't know and then, you and then, you, and then of course of seconds. course your parents yeah. would like they'd be like they'd be upset at you you'd be like oh you took it why did you take why did you take the vcr apart <laughs> the vcr was a like a, a video a, a video player. thing yeah anyways why did yeah. you take that apart <laughs> it's changed like the dynamics changed a lot because before you could afford like i was lucky enough that i saw more or less my hero, which I meant th through racing, and it was like, he was almost like a mentor to me, but he could afford to have me milling around his shop. Mm -hmm. And I would sweep up and I would clean up and all those type of stuff. So you're always watching and learning. So if you, like you said, if you had an affinity for it and you're there and you didn't cost them money. So whereas now like our overhead and our production flow was so quick that I can't mm -hmm. really, 
afford to give up that time because yeah. like we get hit up every like all the time. Like, I'll work for free. Time. Like I'll come <laughs> like, but it's not actually free. It costs me time and. At the level we're doing things now, I just can't afford it. Like yeah. I would love to be able to take that super energetic kid under my wing and mm -hmm. show him all the stuff. But in our era, it was a lot easier because yeah. of the, like the overhead and the expectations and all those things weren't quite the same. It was more of like a hobby thing. It was like a side business, but yeah. now it's like a legitimate functioning business and we have to keep going. So it's like, I feel for some of these kids because they don't have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And even me, I'm, I can't give it to them. Like we have a fellow that I showed you this morning <laughs> that like, he's ready to jump on a plane yeah. and he's like, I'll work for free, man. I'll sleep in the shop. I'll do whatever I need to do. Yeah. And I can appreciate <laughs> that's, that's that awesome. enthusiasm. But right now, like with my own workload and my own stresses, I don't have the time to yeah, give it to them. Like yeah. I can't like is. Like I appreciate it. Like that's the guy that you want mm -hmm. to put time into. Yeah. But you just can't. Like it's yeah. it's hard. I so, mean that level of passion. So those guys are at amazing. a disadvantage yeah. now. So you have to go do it on your own and show that you bring you something. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. At least at a base level that I can keep you around. Like mm -hmm. you have to invest in yourself and put your own time in. Yeah. So it's it's hard. Like I think it's harder for these guys now, but the enthusiasm for it is even because this was almost like a subset before it wasn't even like those were hot rod guys and mm -hmm. those were chopper guys like everybody had their own little thing but now it's so mainstream and it's so much harder for them to get into it yeah, yeah. because those old guys before they just wanted company like yeah man come on let's come hang out of the shop like because i don't want to be here doing this by myself whereas now it's like you got to get out of here i got work to do like yeah. mm -hmm. so it's i think it's even harder for some of these kids yeah. everybody wants to do it but there's just their dads don't do it they're you know it's, like it's yeah. way different now it's totally different you can't fix your own car now yeah so they don't even get the most basic like vehicle maintenance like that's before, so true. like it's what are you gonna do you open the hood you're like <laughs> oh, I don't even know I'm looking they don't even let you check your own oil anymore there's no dipstick that was going around a few weeks ago or months ago but it's like back then in the owner's manual they will show you how to do this how to change valves, cars like all this how kind to of stuff these like, these days they tell you not to keep the batteries yeah, don't, <laughs> don't drink the battery comments. like that shouldn't be a thing <laughs> it's very interesting why is that a thing yeah like <laughs> Um, and so um, we've we've touched on YouTube and all that. With while that is a great learning experience, it still doesn't give you the full. There's a lot of thing. holes in it. Yeah, know, like yeah. It's, it's, like we, I tend to watch it to find like little gems, but yeah. I'm looking for very specific. Like, how did they do that? Like, mm -hmm. there's that I'm missing something, but I've already exhausted all the options available to me. Before and then. Know then I start to look like there's got to be something I'm missing. So I use it very much for that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't already have that foundation, you're just like, you might as well be watching brain surgery. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, have I any don't of that stuff. Like, yeah. like it's mm -hmm. So, but would you say that, for example, the way I still haven't really gotten started, but the way like I did, I was like, okay, I want to build this car. I just went to go and started buying, I already had what I want to do in my mind. Yeah. But because I didn't have anyone around me that even sh would show me how to do it and it was just right. YouTube. That's, yeah, that's why I say like make, like you might've jumped in a little too soon on your car, but like even just familiarizing yourself with all those tools mm. and becoming proficient with before them on other things before you dive into yeah. your car. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. not practicing on your car. <laughs> like you could practice on lots of things, like make your mom a table, make this, make yeah. that. Like it's, there's lots of opportunity just to make stuff. But mm -hmm. most people don't want to do it until they can do it to something crazy. Like how many kids, even in the interim, has been in the shop that they just want to do the end product. Yeah. Then once they get a feel for 
how much, how much time and effort actually goes take. into it, then they just disappear. Yeah. Like it's, so that makes it frustrating for us to invest in somebody because they've skipped so many steps. Mm -hmm. They just want to be there for that final assembly and then the hype. Yeah. So it's, but it's, I mean, half these cars take us a couple of years to build mm -hmm. and then they come together in like a month mm -hmm. and that's the part they want to be there for. Mm -hmm. But that's again, YouTube. YouTube teaches, first TV did that. Mm -hmm. And then now YouTube, at the pace in which that they have to produce content, it, it makes it unrealistic. Like okay. it makes it, you know, like some YouTube stuff is very genuine and very like yeah. regimented and it's like you can follow and then you start to get an understanding. And I think that's what we're trying to do with ours is to even educate our customers at how much time and effort yeah, goes into takes. these projects yeah. because they don't get it. They've been watching TV, they're excited. And we joke about it all the time how like, Monday morning, everyone's charged up because they watched all the car shows on Sunday. And then they think <laughs> yeah. that I didn't sleep. Like, yeah. they talk to me on Friday. They call me Monday, like, hey, where are we at with my project? Like, uh, I didn't work on your project. Like, I got a family <laughs> life and Sundays I don't work. So there's been two hours since I talked to you last. Like, but they get excited. They watch the shows. They do all the things. And then that's usually where it ends, though. They don't understand how much time and effort it is. Like, yeah. we've literally had to go so far as, like, we had one customer, like, Here's the tools, here's the materials. Should be easy. Move it over here. Yeah. And he got so offended and so upset that he like he, he came to me. He's like, I've never been so offended. And I'm like, well, how do you think it feels to have your abilities, time and effort that's easy for him, but it's not easy for you. Mm -hmm. So there's like this disconnect and it yeah. was like, it's like, oh, it's easy, it's easy. It'll, no, it's easy for me because I put the time and effort in. I have the tools, I have the place, and I have the knowledge. Yeah. And you think I should just bang it out in three hours. And well, like, yeah, and, and, and ease of completion is, is, is only relative to your skill. It still takes a long time. Yeah. yeah like, and some surprisingly like, enough, like some things take a freaking really, really long time like to we've accomplish. We've had situations like that where projects will come back, and we've had an employees where it's like, you come back, you're like, what the... Why did you do this? Mm -hmm. So I was taking too long. You're like taking too long based on what? Like, have you ever done this before? Do you actually know how long it takes? There's some things that are just super labor intensive and there's no cheats. Yeah. But then that's usually when things start, corners start getting cut and like you look and like, this is going to be 12 hours. Like, but everybody wants to do it in two. Yeah. And then that's when you start seeing the stuff that we're seeing a lot of. And so like with, being at a fab shop, for example, there's body guys, there's the electric, then there's the like fab guys that do like a lot of welding, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And so if, for example, I just want at home, I'm just like, okay, can I just be a generalist? Like do, do it all. Sometimes we bring in people that's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. when do you know when to stop? So I don't have these skills at this time so i can only do so much because you've kind of talked to me about that a little yeah, bit. yeah i mean and I, th so, and I think that just comes down to like what your experience level is like if for us as a business scheduling is a big part of it too like like when we first started trick factory it was just the two of us mm -hmm. so we had to do Everything. all the things okay. like okay. straight yeah. into final wow. paint you know oh, wet yeah. sand like buffed the graphic like the wow. whole thing everything Right, and so, like, there was a point when you're like, okay, uh, I want to take what we do to another level, mm -hmm. but we don't have time yeah. to be able to create that and do this mm -hmm. and do that. So you're like, well, what's the best? What's the best thing I could possibly do? Find someone else that's really, really great at what they do, 
and you know if they if they fit your aesthetic and they they yeah. you know your vibing bring them on but that's also being honest with yourself yeah, yeah that's like so true. because there's like a lot of things like we've always done it where we'll try it ourselves first mm-hmm. so then it helps you like we can do it yeah. like we can do everything i've wired every one of these bikes i've yeah. wired cars i've done all this stuff but it's not something that i want to do yeah. and for me to do it really well it's a bit of a process but I have an understanding with it. So then yeah. it come, with it comes value. So mm-hmm. I know what our wiring guy, it's like, I know the process. I know how, how hard, hard it is. It is. I know how yeah. long it should take. And I know what it takes to do it really well. Yeah. So like learning how to do all those things yourself and struggling through brings you a respect for, mm-hmm. for the process. <laughs> and true. I think that's like in our spot specifically, I think everybody kind of has respect for their individual trade that they do. And then mm-hmm. we, bring it all together pretty well. Yeah. Whereas I don't think any one trade is really more valuable than another because like that's a lot of, you'll see, like you go to car shows and you'll see what that person specializes in. Yeah. Like they've done a, an amazing amount of metal work. It looks amazing. Like you're just like, man, the hours. And then it's like rainbow spaghetti thrown on the top. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy should have admitted his and, yeah. and got, cause that's that, yeah. and yeah. then like got our guy, Steve to wire mm. it. And it would have took it all the way. But right away, I dismiss it. I'm like, this thing is going to be a nightmare. I don't want anything to do with this thing. And then Peyton Body is the same. Like, you can do a tremendous amount of beautiful metalwork, and you put some hack on it. So it's like learning the respect for all those different trades is like, and it's, yeah, like I say, you have to admit to yourself that, like, there's somebody better at me than this. And then I have to make the decision that that's the guy. So if you're going to have that arrogance and you want to do it all yourself, you'll probably never find success because it's, one of our strong points, I think, is that we have all these things going on simultaneously so we can get things, like they come to completion faster. So then mm-hmm. you see people like, oh, you guys are killing it. Like, we're not really killing it. It's just, we have all these things happening at the same time. We have interior happening. We have wiring happening. We have paint and body happening. Rob's making stuff. I'm doing whatever mm-hmm. I do. And it's like, then it all comes together pretty quickly. Yeah. And that's where the hype comes from. Whereas a lot of these places, it's like, it's got to go over here for three months. And it's got to go over here for mm-hmm. a year. And then we got to go see this guy. So it loses momentum and people lose enthusiasm. Interest, yeah. And then having to manage all those different things as an owner of a vehicle, it gets overwhelming. And then mm-hmm. you just dies on the vine. And then it's like, then they got to take a year off and recover from all this ridiculous <laughs> expense. And then they're like, I'm bringing it back. And yeah. By the time you finish a car, it's been to four different shops. And like, it's wild. Mm-hmm. And then there's just too many variables. Like you work to your finances, you work to your mm. abilities, because you get criticism. Yes, I think about that. Like yeah, you get criticism all yeah. the time. It's like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? And ultimately, if I took all of that criticism and I put it in a pile and filtered it all out, we'd all be driving Le Mans cars, <laughs> all of us. Like we'd literally all have LMP cars, which, uh, which I would love to do 100%. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I've been lucky in the past that I've been able to build some crazy <gasps> sh- but it's like, it's expensive. It's mm-hmm. crazy expensive. And yeah. even though there's like, there's a time and place, like I can't be doing this all day, every day. I'd love to be able to do it for, you know, a job. And there is guys that are on YouTube that are lucky enough to do it, but we're just not there yet. So yeah. it's like, sometimes the only reason a project stalls out is because I don't have the money. Yeah. That's it. Or, yeah. And yeah. a lot of the time it's just, I don't have the time. Yeah. Because if I'm over here working on my car and you're waiting on your car, you're going to be pissed off at me. <laughs> yeah. Very like, true. And I mean, you see it lots, like lots of shops have cars and like this guy's out at every meet, he's driving around, showing off his car. And then there's somebody that's like, 
What about yeah. my car, man? Like yeah. you've had my car for two years. Like, very interesting. And I yeah. mean, we even have situations like that where it's like you're trying to do all these crazy things for these guys, but then the time just starts building up. Like, yeah. and then finally you just got to call it and get it done. Like it's like this thing everybody thinks that came out of nowhere and happened overnight, but I was building and gathering parts for this car for like seven years. For those of you that don't know what he's talking about, there's the evil evil sitting back there <laughs> and uh, it is glorious. So, <laughs> <laughs> But even that one is like, we didn't execute it until our abilities were in a place that we could do it properly. Mm -hmm. So it's like being honest with yourself and it's like waiting to that point and then doing it. Mm. Because with yeah, you can take that's, your that's good. You that's can take your car apart, hundred percent. Like I'm yeah. going to build this, and then you're like, oh, I've never built a roll cage before. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Damn, like what do I need for that? <laughs> like, I need this pipe in there. Oh, <gasps> shell, the tubing is going to cost that's me two thousand so, yeah, dollars. Yeah, like, yeah. and people want to buy fun stuff. They'll buy wheels. They'll buy all everything. This, all this crazy shit. Yeah. The car and then once you got to start buying materials, that's not fun. And then you got to start putting in all this work, that's not fun. It's like that's when the project dies. It's like awesome. I spent ten grand on wheels, mm. and that's it. And but the dream is, you should have yeah. spent all that money on materials and time first, and then got the wheels last. Yeah, mm. you know yeah. What I mean? and develop that skill set required. You know, that's pretty good. And, and that's yeah. kind of what my Z car is a representation of. Yes, you know, that's like an elevation of my own personal skills. That's so good, right? It's so and true. so that yeah. translates into every single project that comes after that car right mm -hmm. every one of our customer cars you know our own personal cars if we're fortunate enough to be able to build more for ourselves yeah. but like that is like a push like we are pushing yourself to become greater because but even and, in and that time uncomfortable things mm -hmm. even in that time like his z car is a perfect example even though people think it's stalled out and you're not working on it mm -hmm. he's actively working on it every yeah. day because yep. you're learning suspension geometry mm -hmm. and engineering and why does it need to be aware it was where does this need yeah. to go so it's like you're working on it all the time yeah the amount of work that's going to the car and like, then the execution part like i say is easy yeah it's like piece because of cake. you've already planned it out like, but right. it's like there's tons of work that goes into it Before sort of behind the scenes yeah. and it's yeah. like even if that work is like getting your finances in place, yeah. getting the timing right, mm -hmm. and then learning why you, you're doing what you need to do. Because like, you'll put yourself under a huge amount of emotional trauma if you don't, you put something out into the world that's not right, mm -hmm. oh, they're yeah. gonna tell you. Oh, yeah. They will yeah. tell yeah. you. And that is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that will almost paralyze you from even doing anything. And you also but, know if it's not right, like because you're, you're the one that built it, you're like, oh shoot, this is not. And we've made mistakes, and I've had to go back and change things, yeah. but and like even at the time, in order to get to a certain place like you have to make like concessions like okay well this is all i can do for this now when i have more time and opportunity maybe more money or whatever it is mm -hmm. we can come back to that and correct it so it's like there's always a give and take someplace mm -hmm. like we'd all love to just be able to you know it's but it's not reality or in the interim when you do something and you do get that criticism from people and then they're like, hey, why didn't you do this? You're like, well, I don't actually know why I didn't do that. I'm not exactly sure. So I'm going to investigate <laughs> that question. now. And then you go and do a bunch of investigation and you're like, oh, this would be way better. I'm going to change that. I'm yeah. going to correct it. Because like we've seen tons of cars that have like literally blown up on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then once they have to start getting used for the purpose that the original <laughs> owner intended, but maybe wasn't as educated as far as he needed to be, yeah. they almost have to redo the car. Yeah, By the time they're done and it's doing what it's intended, what the owner's original intention was, is like the cars evolved like, you know, 
so true. way beyond what it was. Yeah. So one, so one thing that I want to kind of like just make clear is, or I also want to ask if it's a thing is, don't go, don't get ahead of yourself because it's like with my, I have a LS swap Jag, and it's like initially I was just gonna do an engine swap. Yeah. It was just gonna be. I thought it was gonna be easy, and then I got into it. I'm like, oh shoot, I'm gonna have to figure out everything and it's interesting when you also figure out you're like yeah no one else is gonna figure this out for you you have to do it yourself and when i didn't have those skills i'm like i still have to figure it out right but also another thing that i shouldn't have done one of the things that i figured is like why did i like i just went in and just started chopping wires cutting it's cheap and it's free get this out i'll I'll do it later i'll figure it out it's just 20 bucks here and there i'm just gonna and now i'm like Oh shoot! I created way more work for myself oh, yeah. because the whole yeah. car is completely cut apart, and yeah. I'm like, oh but my god! We've gosh. all done it. Like the easy oh, part yeah, and sure. the fun part is the is that initial stage of like you're high on potential yeah. and all these type oh, yeah. of things, and then you just like yeah, very much like we had this conversation. It's like this is twenty bucks, this is eight bucks, this is mm-hmm. ten bucks. I'm gonna get brand new everything, but then you've created yourself so much extra work. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you'd have just got it functioning, then you can piece those out one at a time. And then you maintain the momentum and it's like you're always doing something. But when you do it and you hack all this stuff out, then it just becomes so overwhelming. And you're just like, and you make so many mistakes and create so much extra expense that takes away from the whole thing. But it feels great when you're doing it Mm -hmm. because we don't necessarily associate that going away and learning as part of the build. Yeah. Like going and reading a book, going learning what I should and shouldn't do. Like that's not part of your build. It's like unless you're hands on, sparks flying, pieces coming off, like slow motion. Yeah, it's like it's. (laughs) I'm not building anything, but it's like that's where you make all your mistakes. Like Mm -hmm. it's educating yourself and all this stuff is like it's a lot of process and it's a lot of time, and that's where they always fail. I failed. I think I chopped up three cars and never, wow. now I still got parts for them. Wow. <laughs> because I did the same thing. It's free. Yeah. You're home, you're making big moves, like this Might is gonna be well, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this rust out. Next thing you know, you got a car with 14 holes in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no way to put it back in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through that, uh, those tears every day now. Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, like it's been, I don't know, almost what, an hour? No, it's been like 35 minutes. But we, we're still gonna continue all of this stuff. But just to summarize, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, don't get it. Do something else, or you can get the tools, but do something else before you, like, I don't know, get into the car and start chopping everything. Yeah, just pick, break it into little manageable pieces, yeah, like manageable one part pieces, at a time, and you'll yeah. gain experience, and you'll gain, yeah, like, it'll just, it'll be so much more manageable. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, well, do, you don't do anything else like that, like, you wouldn't go buy like a crazy stove and all this kind of stuff just to cook spaghetti. Like yeah. you just start small, man. Yeah. Like maybe borrow one and see <laughs> if it's something you have an aptitude for mm-hmm. or get some information from somebody else. But like, cause so many people are like, hey, what kind of welder do you guys got? You're like, mm. do you really need an $8,000 welder, $10,000 welder? You probably don't because you don't even know how to weld. Yeah. And yeah. then to come and like, when I learned how to weld, it was very different than now. Like now you can watch tons of YouTube videos, but we went to school for eight hours a day, five days a week for a year to learn how to weld. So you can't really expect to emulate or do what I can do do. in Mm -hmm. a week. Like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, I want to build a crazy thing. It takes time. It takes takes so true. Yeah. So, I mean, you can go to metal supermarket and buy crop pieces and just practice and like, just, you know, it takes a lot of time. And generally it's like people's first welds is their best weld. Yeah because they're not overthinking it. They're not in their head. They're not trying to be a superstar. So and then like, the next one is <gasps> they think they're good. 
but you're only good because I set the machine up for you. Yeah. It was like, I turned all the dials off. Now let's see what you can That's do. That's so true. So just getting ahead of yourself is what kills all these projects. Mm-hmm. Like, and setting unrealistic deadlines. Like to Ooh, build a car good. yourself yeah. is yeah. probably at home. Like we used to, I used to read a lot of like hot rod magazines and all that kind of stuff. And they always put build times in there. And like on average, those build times were like five to eight years. So it's not unrealistic because it's a huge expense. Mm-hmm. Like it's expensive. But now it's like if you're not banging something out every month, you suck. Yeah. It's not realistic. Right? Like it's not realistic. According to social media. Yeah. 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 It's so <laughs> true. With, with YouTube now. YouTube, by the way, is also a great, it's a great, uh, what's it called? Resource. Like can there's be. a lot of stuff can I feel be. like that I've learned and like you can also learn. But you yeah. just have to also filter that out too because there's also a lot of garbage there's a lot of garbage a lot of holes (laughs) a lot of unrealistic expectations and the reality of it is like until you see that stuff in person you just don't like you gotta you know a lot of it there's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there just so much hype and a lot of stuff that doesn't function and and then it just fades away and they're on to the next thing yeah and it's yeah you gotta see this stuff go down the road yeah and i think the other thing that we talked about earlier was uh, just trying to summarize was have a list or prep what you're doing before like yeah you like i know with you if you're doing for example like body work wide body stuff something that you've started using and you've also got me into is sketching it it's an ipad like you just get an ipad and just sketch, I don't know, a body panel or one, something yeah, that you want to do. It's probably one of my favorite so tools right easy. now and I'm obsessed, right? Oh my. Basic iPad, free sketchbook program. Get yeah. yourself a, a pencil, an Apple pencil I use. and Yeah, yeah. learn the difference just, between like shading, just, just start basic drawing. stuff and just start drawing to see. But like, yeah, and, and it just helps you, you sort of see where you're going, Yeah, right? It's just a good yeah. idea. Yeah. But like it's any kind of project, if you, if you chip away a little tiny bit at a time, mm-hmm. If you if you don't overwhelm yourself with something by cutting the whole car apart, <laughs> if you just do a little tiny bit at a time, yeah. your enthusiasm for the project will stay high mm-hmm. and you will allow yourself to, to get to the end. Eventually you will get to the end. You will have chipped away all the different things required to finish it. Mm-hmm. And small you'll, you'll, you'll stay small in victories. small victories so are worth chasing. That's for sure. so true. Yeah, yeah. you don't like, have to do everything at once. Like you can just do something and you're like okay this is fine for now and yeah. then you get better and you keep on evolving i, I like having like growing you know like a project i'll like i'll set it out like i'll have like my my wish list yeah. of things and my my need my want list mm-hmm. like my wish my wish and i need mm. you know i need to have these things so let's check the boxes on all those get those done and work towards what my wish list thing that's are. good that's a good point right there so before we end anything yeah. else any Oh, we got so much. <laughs> there's gonna be, yeah, there's going to be a lot more. Like, there's a lot. So if you have any questions or any comments as to what stuff we can talk about in the future, comment, leave a comment in the description below. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Instagram, TikTok, everything. If you want to see more of the builds that uh, we do here. And uh, with that said, that's that also good. speaking of tools, we're going to be doing like a thing. We're going to start like a tool. Tuesday, yeah, sure. Yeah, you guys are going to be showing yeah. us because also we talked about using tools. Like a lot of people don't know how to use tools, and people also think you need the most expensive thing to do. Yeah, common misconception. So yeah. that's also a different yeah. episode. We're not going to we're going to save it for later. So yeah. So with that said, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you all so much for watching this video, and we will catch you guys later. Bye.